<laughs> Welcome back, Beards Watch Podcast, episode 143, with the one crack because we've got some uh, crowlers from Joymongers, Barrel Company, Bar- no, Barrel Hall. We'll get into why we have some of those here in a little bit. Duvall with the crack had a little bit of explosion there. How you doing, Duvall? You were falling asleep here on Saturday night. <laughs> it's good to see you a little more lively on this Tuesday evening. Well, uh, yeah, man, I'm doing pretty good, man. Yeah, Saturday, man, it was a, it was a doozy, man. I was a little under the influence, mm-hmm. man, and, and too much right, alcohol got to me. That's yeah. what it was. It's but, uh, Saturday night. It's all right. You know, but it, it was it was good to be peaceful around here, hanging with y'all, kicking yep. it. But uh, glad to be here. Um, as always, my Instagram is just Duvall and Twitter Rod versus Duvall. And we know he's not changing it. He's I'm keeping it different. He's already there down the road four or five years or whatever. <laughs> and next up, Jeeves. The orange long sleeve seems to be your shirt of choice the past few days. I'm guessing you did laundry or you just rocking it? Okay. No, I did laundry. Uh, <laughs> All right. I didn't know yeah. if you were hitting hard times. That was the only shirt no, you had. You know? No, no, no. I got, I got other shirts in the drawer. How you doing, Jeeves? Doing good. Doing good. Okay. Uh, always good to be here. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Jeeves1988. All right. And for myself, it's uh, Twitter and Instagram, JRollNation. On YouTube, for our Beards Watch Brewer reviews, it's They See Me Roland. And then for our podcast, The Beards Watch, on Instagram, Twitter, The Beards Watch Podcast on Facebook. Go subscribe, go like, go comment, and go buy a T-shirt or a sticker or a hoodie, if you so may please. We're also we're now on Spotify. We're also on Stitcher, we're on SoundCloud, on iTunes as well for the podcast. And of course, like I just said, we're on all the other social medias that you can find across the way. Comment on those, like them, subscribe, and all that good stuff. So, let's get into the, our guests. This, I actually call this month the first-timers month because literally every guest we have is going to be their first time on the podcast. I met this young lady in college. I think I was a senior. You may have been a freshman. freshman. You were a freshman. And the first time, I don't know if you recall, you came to our fraternity house's party. I remember, don't you have, is it a treble or a music note tattoo or a bird? Yeah. There it is. Okay, you were wearing a, t- a tube top and that was out. And I think you came with one of our other brothers and just in passing, hey, drinking beers, college party, all that good stuff. Beer pong. Beer pong, yeah. I think me and Cheeks probably beat you a couple times in beer pong, maybe. <laughs> and then I want to say, it, either that year or a couple years later, you came to one of our formals. No, it was still that year. It was I still that year, with, okay. Went with Mr. Kevin Anderson. That's right, you did. It was a last minute kind of thing, which was fun. Yes. I was a backup. You, well, you know, that's okay. You still got a free trip to the beach, right? You were absolutely right. Yeah, free trip to the beach, lots of booze, good times, so... And then that was, I mean, that was 2010, 2011. Yeah. It is now 2019, as we all know, but we've, we're following each other on all the social medias. And then I, I kind of saw that you were doing the body painting. Yeah. You were doing, actually, we didn't, it's Taylor Ridge. We didn't even give you the form of an introduction <laughs> there. How are you doing before we keep going? I'm doing it? well. Yeah. Glad to be here. Had a great trip from Winston-Salem. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram as Taylor Transformations, and Facebook page is Taylor Transformations as well. All right. Forgot to say, Charlotte's number one podcast recorded in the basement. Let's be- get back to it. So, yes, that's what I remember you were doing, some body paint stuff, which I thought was wild, and we're going to get into that in a little bit. And then just following and liking stuff on that, when Jerrianna and I started doing the brewery reviews, we started in June of la- this of 2018. About was it like beginning of November? You shot me a message on Instagram. I was like, "Hey, when are you guys going to come down to Winston?" It worked out that when Cheeks was in town, he's from Winston as well. We were like, "Hey, he's always wants to see when he comes in front of Texas, wants to see his friends from Winston." I was like, "Oh, it's perfect. Let's go up to Winston. We'll do a little hop there." Mm-hmm. We swung by your spot, did a review. And yeah, and then I was like, hey, it'd be great to have you on the podcast. Glad you could make the trip. Hour, 15-minute drive down on a Tuesday night for the podcast to shoot the breeze. So, yeah, that's kind of where we are now. But let's, I guess, just get a little, get get to know a little bit about yourself. If anybody's out there listening has no idea who you are, what would you want them to know real quick? Well, uh, my name's Taylor. (laughs) My business name is Taylor Transformations. Uh, Mainly because of the body paint, but also, yeah. I mean, life's too short not to, you know, change things up. Yeah. I mean, you don't have to be the same aesthetically all the time. Yeah. 
Um, I kind of got into event planning by accident. All right. But is that what the Taylor Transformation is a event planning business? That's the main thing, but yeah. also it kind of includes my freelance modeling. Um, okay. I focused on body paint modeling for quite some time. Traveled, did convention modeling uh, for Fabeac, which is every two years in Orlando. Um, but eventually, it just kind of got where people in the triad that body painted wanted to have more of something to do outside of Living Art America. Yeah, uh, Living Art America was the North America body painting championship that happened in Greensboro. Okay. And uh, but it's no longer a thing. So. Oh, what happened with that? Uh, there was, you know, there's partners. Yeah. Uh, Madeline Greco and Scott Prey are the five-time world champions yeah. who are actually going for their sixth world championship this year in Austria. Um, they are partners with some people in Atlanta, Georgia, where it initially started. Yeah. And the partners in Atlanta wanted to, you know, they were just tired. Okay. And so yeah. how, how to initially, well, first, before you, you did bring some nice Joymongers beer for us. What two yeah. did you bring for us and that we're sipping on tonight for the podcast? Um, I brought our Vienna lager, which we tapped last week at the Barrel Hall. And I also brought our Harry Rustic Saison. Okay. We don't really name our beers, so it's kind of nice that <laughs> they did Harry. So we're drinking the Saison now. We're going to get in the lager once we finish off some of the Saison in our cups. Appreciate drink, bringing the beer. We did also play beer cart. We'll give Jeeps his due. We did not chug the nice, tasty beer that you brought, Ooh. which is cheap old Bud Light. Uh, Jeeves, I think, cheated. Somehow I he was... I uh, fell off uh, only once. Yeah, he, he somehow cheated, has some cheat codes in there, but um, that's really about what happened. Jeeves got his... He tried to cheat and I say tried he to cheat on getting him, getting the can't win scores. 10, but he only has, this is only his, his ninth, ninth win. Ninth so we called him on that one. Uh, but for me, I'm at 34 wins. Duvall sitting at 10. Sitting at 10 for a while now. I know, man. I got to get back off the schneid. G's with nine. Adam with four. Corey with three. Buck with two. And then Dylan, Alex, Jack, John Long, Cheeks, uh, John Allen, and Kevin all with one. And our first time record now moves to two and 46, Taylor. You're oh, on the yeah. That was, yeah. That was a rusty awesome. rusty start for you there to come back to the I wasn't part. looking at the right screen. That, it happens. It happens yeah. to the best of us sometimes. So it's all good. All right, so you brought the beer, but let's get, how did you go from, you know, in Greensboro for college, but then how'd you get into the body paint? So actually there was, I've been freelance modeling for quite some time. I started in pinup. There's a photo modeling group that people are in. Someone asked, you know, they wanted a blonde model that was petite for a gold leaf kind of thing. And so... I asked if I could do it. They said yes. I came and did it. And it ended up turning more into body paint because yeah. they couldn't find the gold leaf material. Okay. And Caitlin Davis was the first person that painted me. And we just kind of had a connection. Funny sto- funny side story. Uh, I was her commanding officer in ROTC in high school. Oh. <laughs> oh <laughs> and we didn't really make that connection until after we started working together because... I was not the nicest person in ROTC because I was doing my job. So, <laughs> uh, but she painted me. We had some connect. We had, you know, a connection, and she asked me to come and get body painted again. And that's kind of where it started. I was her model. I still am her model. Okay. I mean, she works with other people too. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, but we work together. We just bring out the best in each yeah. other. Now, I've noticed like different style. There's the body paint where people just go completely nude and they paint it up. Yours seems to be more of the kind where you put like the nipple pasties on, you've got the draws on. What is the like how do you differentiate obviously we know differentiate is basically what yeah. I just described. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where's how far your medium will go, per se? So essentially for photo shoots, people can paint everything. Yeah. But if you go out in public, you can't have everything. Gotcha. You know, you have to have... you got to be covered in the, in the you areas, be covered. right? Yeah. And essentially, too, I mean, I don't want to get painted down there. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. Yeah. I mean, I already have underwear on whenever yeah. they do it. So yeah. it's already kind of a very intimate yes. thing with of your course. artists. Of course. It's pretty intimate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's no secrets. Yeah. That's well, well yeah. If you're, if you're, if you're, so how tough is it to get that paint off then? Honestly, color has a lot to do with it. 
for a long time I was just using regular soap, regular like, you know, your poofs. Yeah. To get it off and I could never get it off. I also didn't have anyone to help me with my back because I wasn't in a relationship. <laughs> and so that was kind of a thing where it would wear off on my sheets. Yeah. And then um, I kind of figured out from other people that had experienced that if you pretend you're a duck and get some Dawn and rub it on you without any water and then let it sit for a minute, yeah. if you get some baby wipes, you can yeah. wipe it off and then get in the shower and it will come off easier. Which also, if you're being a convention model, will yeah. protect the tub from getting any staining. Oh, okay. okay. I actually almost lost a deposit because I had some Bollywood pink in my tub. Oh, okay. Okay, uh, so... Yeah. Have you had any funny stories with like the next day you've still got paint on you and you've got to oh. go out and like? Oh my! Whenever I worked at Hops, yeah, they expected me to be painted most of the time. Like yeah. you never get your ears, also your armpits, yeah, any of that soft skin, like the inside of your thighs, your armpits, those kind of areas because they're softer, they just kind of absorb more. Yeah, and so they're just more sensitive. They're not leathered like the outside of your skin that sees the sun. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Bobby, you all right over there? Yeah, I'm just sitting there thinking, man. What, what's been your favorite body paint that you've worn? That's really hard to say because I've done competition modeling. I've gone and done demo modeling. I've, I've gotten painted by five and six-time world champions. I've gotten painted by three world champions at the same time. So it's kind of... It's kind of hard to decide what it is. It's just kind of different styles. Um, probably going back to my first full body paint, uh, Caitlin was assisted by uh, Victoria, and they did like a Harley Quinn paint on me. Mm -hmm. So that was my longest body paint. It took nine hours with two people painting me, but the detail. Yeah. Nine hours. It was just. Of like a nine hours of like just sitting in the chair or no, just standing? Stand. Wow. Yeah. Hell no. Like, uh -uh. I mean, I had some practice from standing at the position of attention in R2C, so it's pretty easy for me to stand still. It's just a matter of, you know, you have to be mentally prepared to yeah. sit still that kind of long. And I mean, you have breaks, you have to eat, but you don't want to eat anything big because, you know, you gotta paint. Yeah, you'll get yeah. tired, you'll get the itis. Wow. So, nine hours. So, what time, of, what, what time of day did you start getting painted for that nine hours? I know we ended at seven o'clock that night, but when we did we take, done. but we did have a food break in between. So now, did you have a competition afterwards? No, that was just for a photo shoot. That was the first time I was fully body painted, and, that and was they just... did a photo shoot like at seven o'clock at night. Yeah, I mean, photo shoots can happen anytime. Well, yeah, ago. that's true too. We were in a studio, and it was pretty cold, though. Whew. Cold. <laughs> you don't know what cold means until you were. All you have on is a pair of drawers. Yeah, yeah that's, 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 like everywhere is cold. <laughs> yeah. I've had some events where people are just not getting the fact that everybody's cold. Yeah. Like at that convention in Florida, we were at a hotel that just would not turn the air up past 68 degrees. Jesus. Which Ooh. AC just feels colder than if you were to go outside and it's 68 because of the sun. So, yeah. yeah. And I was so measurable as well as all the other demo models. Yeah. It, was, it wasn't the best experience for the temperature, but I mean, there's been a lot worse. Yeah. Okay. So what, if that's not your worst experience, what would maybe be your worst experience without maybe calling anybody out if you don't want to offend anybody or... I was in a intro to airbrush class as a demo model and most of the airbrushing paints are alcohol based yeah because okay. they're for you know underwater they're for key west because they won't sweat off like the water-based paint which yeah. is what's primarily used well we never did a test patch and airbrushes are the same way as if you're using a pressure washer on the floor if you're not moving it it's going to sting it's going to burn so on top of that I have two people painting me, one in the front, one in the back, never used an airbrush at all. And they're using the alcohol-based paint. Well, guess who's allergic to alcohol-based paint? You are. Uh, On top of getting like stung several times by them. It was not a funny thing. You found that out while they were using the alcohol-based paint, did I? Oh. Yeah, it was. Wow. It was not the best time, but yeah. I mean, you get over it and you move forward and. Yeah. 
Life's a learning experience. Oh yeah, that is that is very true. So I I got a question. So like, I'm assuming you've been doing this for how, how many years? Have you been doing body painting? It's 2019. Gosh, five six years. Okay. So like so. actually getting into it and doing it versus just you know doing little things. Okay. So do you see yourself as I mean, I know you kind of just, over those five or six years, and I know you've grown to enjoy it, do you see it as like a long career? Or what do you see out of it? Or is it something you're going to do in a couple of years? You're going to be like, ah, the heck with it. I enjoyed it. I really enjoy it. There's a different purpose behind body paint besides someone just be covered in paint. Mm-hmm. Uh, in my opinion, it's about the desexualization of the human body because, for one, you think about, you know, Take example, this painting of the panther on the wall, the Carolina Panthers. So you see that and, you know, you get a feeling and you see what it is and you know what it means. But if you were to see that on a body that, you know, this person is acting, you know, like, you know, a panther and that kind of thing, you're getting a different feeling from it. You're getting a different vibe. It's more memorable than if you were to see something on the wall. And so... With that being said, I see it more as an artistic thing. It's not even about the modeling. It's all about the artist. It's not something that the models should think of. Like, you should be honored to be a model, to have this paint from this artist on your body. And you should know every single reason why this thing is here, this thing is here, and et cetera, because it all tells a story, and you have to express the story based off what the artist wants you to express it. So it just kind of depends on, you know, how much people find you needed. I'm a pretty petite model, so most people don't use me for competitions or anything like that because I'm very short. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's all about what you're trying to do. I'm good for, you know, demo models and that kind of thing because you can cover pretty fast. Yeah. But I've accepted I'm not, you know, a huge competition model for most people. Um, That's kind of why I got into the event planning Mm-hmm. Okay. Just for it, just because I've always loved event planning. So, yeah. when's your next body paint? I don't have a. It's kind of like an on and off season okay. because you know you are exposed to colder temperatures at times. You don't want to get body painted in the winter. It's yeah. not very fun. My <laughs> last event was November second, <laughs> and I don't plan on planning one until May. June, but I have a few other events that aren't body painted related that I'm working on. So, what's the other events? Uh, Crooked Cat, Crooked Tail Cat Cafe in Greensboro is adding another location in Winston. Okay, and I'm helping with their grand opening. I want to, you know, kind of give them a warm welcome, give yeah. them some supplies to get going, and that kind of thing. Have a little bit of flair. They don't want too much on okay. their first day. Okay. Gotcha. Do you also work at the other Joymongers, or are you just at the Winston one? Just at the Winston one. I did train at the Greensboro one, okay. but... You're just solely in the one at Winston? Okay. Yeah. Um, what else was... So, you're helping with that store opening. What else... I mean, as you, is there anything else uh, coming up that you've got going on, per se? I think the next things that I'm working on is just kind of trying to do more. I'm trying to make more headpieces, make more props. I made a really cool, like, undersea trident for one of my body paint events a few months ago, and it turned out a lot better than I was ever hoping. And so now I feel like I've gotten a green thumb, in lack of better words, for making props. I made some finger extenders to make me look more creepy and that kind of thing. So it's... Becoming more and more of a thing. Just okay. kind of a, I don't know. <laughs> more of a hobby than anything. I'm trying not to make it work versus having fun, which is kind of well, yeah, a hard you, balance. Yeah, because you, you want to make some money off of your hard work, right? Or are you right. just trying to keep this as a hobby? Event planning is what I'm passionate about. Yeah. Event planning is what I want to do. But I, the artists don't get paid yeah. for what they do most of the time, and it's a hobby. But they... A lot of people are retired. They're doing this as, you know, something else to express themselves. Yeah. They deserve, you know, at least payment for the 
you know, the materials that they're using. Yeah. Those paint cakes, you know, they're really tiny. They're about half an inch, you know, thick, and then probably about three, four inches in diameter. And they run anywhere from like eight to $16, depending on like whites and blacks are more in demand. So they cost more and metallics cost more, those kind of things. So yeah. that adds up. Yeah. Uh, so what got you into then, how'd you get into joy mongers? What, what brought you to breweries? What brought you to beer? So I lived with a guy named Jeff Sheeman who was going to beer tending school. Okay. Not beer tending. He was going to brewing school. Okay. I think it was at, I'm not going to say where I thought he was going because I probably am going to get it wrong, (laughs) but he was going there. He, I was living with him. He taught me a lot about beer. I just kind of got really into it, different tastes because I got to, I was living with a brewer, a home brewer. So. Oh yeah. You're tasting stuff all the time. Right. And so just like anything else, you like it, you learn it. You kind of love it. One of his friends named Justin uh, and a guy named Jordan both were friends of his. Jordan ended up being one of the brewers for the Greensboro location. Justin was hired to do the barrel aging in the Winston location. And I kind of knew both of them after knowing Jeff and that just kind of got me in there. Working at Hops, having the fast pace that I had there all the time. I learned more about craft beer, like working there too. So how, why Joy Mongers? First people to hire you or? <laughs> no. It was, when you go somewhere and you like every single one of their beers before you work for them and you have any sort of obligation, it's yeah. kind of hard not to work for that person whenever yeah. you're going to be an advocate for their product. It's easier to sell something whenever you actually like it. Yeah. Yeah. So... How so? Did you just go in and apply one day after you liked it? Like, what was the no? I I knew Joy Mongers was opening in Winston. I asked Justin if they needed anybody to bartend. He didn't really respond for a few days, and then he was like, "Hey, this is the number. Call him right now. Ask for Mike because that's who it is. And Mike Rollinson is our head brewer. Gotcha. And he's the one that hired me. Came in for an interview. He asked me a few beer questions. Knew that I was. Knew that I was no beer novice. Yeah. Hired me. Nice. Asked me if I knew how to change a keg because I'm tiny and <laughs> I know how to change a keg. Do you, yeah, what's your technique then being so small? Well, the beer cooler floor makes it really easy yeah. because I just slide it across the floor. <laughs> Whenever oh, I worked you. at Hobbs, uh, I could only do the six stool kegs and they were all the way in the, behind the kitchen yeah. and you had to come through the kitchen and then you had to come to the front and then put it under the bar. And then attach it. And that was a lot harder than anything I had to do at Joy Mongers. <laughs> That's tough. So how, where do you see yourself? You seem like you've got a lot of, you know, hats and different things. If the other, if it planning is more of a hobby slash who knows where it kind of will go, what you want to do with it. Do you see, where do you see yourself going in the beer business? I mean, I would really like to get into sales rep mm-hmm. just because I like selling things. I know what I'm selling. That's the biggest thing, but the event planning is kind of something I'm hoping will take off, but all things take time. Oh, absolutely. So that's, on that. that's my business on the side. I'm yeah. working on getting that a bit more popular because mm-hmm. Winston, I don't know anybody in Winston. I knew everybody in Greensboro, so yeah. I, I was you to Winston. My boyfriend. Ah, okay, 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 okay. So, okay. I also lived here 15, I lived there 15 years ago as a kid, so. Okay, then went to Greensboro for college and. High Point for ah. high, middle and high school, then UNCG for college and never really left. Never really left until the sweet thing kind of said, hey, I'm down here. You're like, well, okay. He was moving up from Florida and didn't want to live in Greensboro or anywhere else, so he decided that he was going to move to Winston. Okay. I was going to follow him at least was up. It's nice of you. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I um, the rent cheaper. Yeah, it's, it does. It does. So, I also know you've, when I first met you, I think you had some pink in your hair. Maybe. Was that 2000? I don't know if you know. I was blonde. Were you blonde? Was it straight blonde? Oh but you went to pink. You've got like the Carolina Panther blue and black rocking right now. Um, whenever I changed my hair color, yes. I'm like a dirty blonde naturally. Okay. I went platinum. 
Okay. And then platinum turned into silver. Okay. And then silver turned into purple. Then some pink with some purple. Okay. And then I just kind of went blue. Yeah. Blue is more. What's the reason behind the blue? There is no reason no? whatsoever. <laughs> just this is what you're feeling now. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. If you want something, just do it. Life's too short. No, fair, fair enough. Fair enough. Is. Duval was thinking about going blonde. I did. <laughs> yeah. You do your mustache like AB. Yeah. Antonio Brown. I'll just do the beard like Kane. Yeah. <laughs> you should just get the glitter beard. Yeah. You ever seen that? Yeah. yeah. You yeah. just kind of mix some glitter with some gel, brush it on in. You get all the ladies do well. I, I, you know what? I'm going to just stick to when I start getting gray hair. I'm going to just let them just sink in. Salt and pepper. That's yeah. it. That's, that's, what I'm hoping to, that's what I'm hoping to go. I want the salt and pepper look. I don't want to just You already like, get old and get gray salt and pepper? Hey, man, Women listen. love the salt and pepper. Hey, I already have a few grays already, man. So oh, wow. it's, it's tough, man. What are, you, what are you stressing out about in life? Nothing, man. It's just hereditary, <laughs> man. It's hereditary. So I mean, you mentioned when we were talking about what you want to talk about, you wanted to talk breweries, right? Yeah. What what did you specifically want to talk about breweries? Did you want to talk about your favorites? Did you want to dive into? Well, I mean, I like a lot of breweries. I think one of my favorites is Fontaflora. Okay, been there They're, one time, yeah. I mean, I love farmhouses. I love yep. saisons. They're not a super popular style. They're starting to get more and more popular. Mm -hmm. But they're so funky. They are. They're, they are. Like, you got to get down with the funk to like them. I, I've slowly started getting into... Uh, sours and stuff. I think it's a very acquired taste. Either you like it right off the bat, or you kind of have to slowly get yourself put into it. It also depends on how many times you get drunk drinking sour beers. Really? What? Yeah, you What's... think you think about the bubble guts the yeah. next day. It's like ten times worse. Really? Wow. Oh yeah. Okay. I never thought drunk. about that. Well, wow. it's sour. Think yeah. about how that's sitting on your, your stomach. stomach. The that's next true day. too. Yeah. yeah. Now this rustic saison that you're drinking, since you like IPAs, yeah. We've had a lot of IPA drinkers, actually. That was actually pretty tasty. Yeah, it was pretty tasty. It's got a little bit of that floralness yeah. that, you know, hops kind of balance out. What, what I got... Let's see, you said... Do you remember what I drank when I was there? You were drinking the Brooks IPA, but that was volume four. We're on to volume five now. Oh, wow. And it's a few <laughs> couple months. Uh, that was It was a solid beer. I, like I said, I enjoyed that tap room. You know, you could obviously get us all our full breakdown at our brew review, but... Very big open space. I think really the only big negative, I think one of the bathrooms was out when we were there. Yes. Yeah. I'm not going to talk about what happened, but it was okay. intentionally sabotaged. Oh, whoa. Wow. That stinks. Literally. Stinks. Yeah, like, like that's, yeah, that's, yeah. That's, wow. That'll be a conversation for another time. Yeah. We're not going to. Okay. Um, well, let's get into it. We were talking before. The big thing happening now. And I know when we did our brew review, at the very end, somebody that was Brittany, <laughs> that was with us, mentioned she loved it because of all the puppers. And I have actually, me and Jerry, and when we do them, we know it's a touchy subject for different counties, and we kind of stay we away from it. We don't say, say it. it. Yep. I mean, if it's in a shot or a B-roll, and, and you know, whatever. Anyway, long story short, you had then messaged me like, hey, I just want to let you know, we really like the review, but we can't share it because... Um, what was it? Foothills just got fined for somebody posting a picture on their Instagram with a dog in the background. And I was like, I appreciate you telling me. Uh, I thought, I'm glad to know that you weren't mad or didn't like yeah. it or whatever it was. So that was good. And then I gave Brittany hell for mentioning that they had dogs in there because of this, that, well, and third. Well, it's one of those things that most people don't think about. Yes. Yeah. Everybody likes dogs. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I have two dogs. Yeah. yeah. You think about dogs and it just mm -hmm. kind of makes work a lot better. Yeah. 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 But in Winston... It's as we were talking before. Break it down to so everybody kind of knows the the laws per North Carolina. I'm going to make it as short as possible because there's a lot of gray area. Um, essentially, breweries are under food and beverage. Anything that has a dishwasher for even glasses is considered food and beverage, which means that unless it's a service animal, they are technically not supposed to be in the facility. And that has been a law in North Carolina based off the health department for several years. It was just kind of under the county's jurisdiction how they, mm -hmm. you know, wanted to Police deal with it. Do, yeah. Like Charlotte was one of the first ones that was hit pretty hard with it. You yeah. experienced that. Yeah. Um, but it was, I, I think it was interesting because 
the, the this brewery boom has been the past what maybe five years. Before yeah. that, there were a couple sprinkled throughout yeah, the area, yeah, and now that. it seems like everybody in their it's mother's uncle who gets yeah. money is opening a brewery, which is good for competition. It's good for I mean, like I said, I always say beer's been around and it's gonna keep being around. Yeah. Alcohol in general because people just yeah. need something to sip on to take their mind off of whatever's going on. But now it seems like like I said that Charlotte got hit with it. But no one really cared for the first couple of years, and then all of a sudden it became a big ordeal, and it's, they started kind of cracking down on it. Yeah, and I mean, a lot of that comes from complaints. Yeah. I mean, you're going to have your people that you can't make everybody happy. Uh, yes. That is the biggest thing. Uh, people complained about essentially what I've heard. Of course, I don't know everything about what's going on. Yeah. People have complained about allergies. People have complained about the safety of children. People have complained about... About the hair with the glasses, but I'm sorry, any brewery has, I don't even know what it's technically called, the thing that you set it on and it cleans it out with water because it breaks the surface tension between the glass and the beer so you get a cleaner pour, but if we were to get anything out, that would be in there. Yeah. And so I don't really understand. You have, in my opinion, this is completely my opinion, there is more of a chance of an employee having dog hair on their clothing and it getting... To the glass, and it would be a dog outside of behind the bar. Yeah, getting it on your. Getting yeah, it I can see that too. Yeah. yeah, I mean, think about that. I have two dogs, and, and you they guys shed. are walking around, yeah. cleaning up the tables and yeah. everything like that, where all the dogs are going to be at. Yeah, yeah. it may like it could be that would be more of a thing than yeah. I think. And we were kind of discussing. You had said before we won't get into the kids thing because of opinions, and now you're working at a brewery and stuff. But it kind of we see both sides because sometimes there's people who. Want the dogs there at the time say, well, if dogs can't be there, kids shouldn't too. Or the opposite. If kids can be there, dogs should be too. Or whatever it may be. Because it's more of a family thing now. Exactly. It's more socially acceptable. It's one of those things you definitely see to me around, especially holiday seasons. Grandma and grandpa, aunt, uncle, cousins are in from out of town. Instead of sitting at the house all day, hey, we're all of age now. And even if you have some little ones... Bring their coloring book, bring the iPad, and let's sit there There's and have a food beer. Trucks There's too. food trucks. It's, it's an experience of something to do and to get out of the house when it, you've been cooped up, you know, inside all the time. But, you know, you say, like I said, I had this experience one time when I was at Wooden Robot here in Charlotte where it was super packed and it was a smaller inside brewery, accidentally stepping on a dog, caused a confrontation with me and the dog owner. Nothing really happened. Apologies were said, all that stuff. But I can see where. People drinking, stumbling over a dog, or dogs just want not to be there anymore because maybe their owners have been there for irresponsible dog owners have been there for six hours and the dogs are finally like, all right, it's time to go, you yeah, know. Yeah. But then they get grouchy, and like you said, you kind of brought up maybe somebody runs up to the dog and the dog accidentally bites them. Now who's liable there? Is it the yeah. brewery? Is the it the owner? Yeah. Is it the other person? So it's yeah. it's a lot of different kind of things to figure out. And again, you can't make everybody happy. No, and my opinion on that is if you run up on any dog, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter what dog it is. They're yeah. going to be startled. They don't know who you are. Mm-hmm. Like an adult and a, a child, it doesn't matter who you are. If you run up on a dog, they just, you're, you know, it's not an uncommon thing. Yeah. We're talking about 95% of dogs. Now, I have not looked up statistics. (laughs) We're talking, you know, an upper amount of percentage of dogs that would just do that, that, you know, are normally calm and things like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and see me, like I I said, I'm kind of new to breweries because Jacob has only introduced me to them like a couple years ago. So I'm not like the the expert, but like the elephant in the room, he's also black. It takes a lot to get him out and to come to breweries. That true. true. (laughs) So my thing is, is I feel like this is just me. The benefit of having that family friendly vibe, having the ability to say, you know what? I'm bringing my dogs here. I'm going to bring my son here or my daughter here. I feel like that's beneficial. You Mm -hmm. know, how do you feel about that? Like as far as, do you think there's a lot more benefit to having a, a family-friendly brewery versus just a basic, you know, where it's just only adults? Yeah. Well, you look at places like New Belgium and us now that have those community tables. Mm-hmm. That is a big thing because, you know, you're not seeing as many TVs anymore. Mm-hmm. You're not seeing mm-hmm. a crap ton of video games or anything like that. 
And it's kind of making you think about, you know, being more of a community. Talk to the people with you. Get yeah. off your get off your phones. Yes. I mean, if you wanted to be on your phone, you could talk to your friend via text versus yeah. seeing them in person. And it's more of a family-friendly environment, which also prevents people from getting super hammered, which yeah. is nice. <laughs> because I don't have to deal with hardly any conflict working for a brewery than working for a place that also had liquor. Yeah. Well, that's what, like, to piggyback off of Duval, I think that's what is the family-friendly atmosphere is, unlike the bar serving liquor used to be people could smoke inside yep. you didn't necessarily want to bring grandma or bring your kids or because like you said there's there there's at a bar there's typically always the regulars that have been there since 2 or been there since 11 and by the time it's 7 they've already had 15 bud lights or miller lights and they're the crotchety old person who doesn't want anybody else there Whereas a brewery, more than likely people aren't there because it is decently you know you're paying 6 to 8 bucks a beer you're not going to – some people, most of them aren't going to pour back 12 of them. Yeah. Yeah. And by then, hopefully you're around people who are like, all right, we got to get this. After six, got to get this guy out of here. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? They, they are more respectful. And they close most of them. 11? 11, midnight maybe. Some places now, if they serve both, they might be open till 2. But it's a way, like you said, most of the time the hammerhead people are there till 2. So as a bar, yeah, but brewery. Well, there's that 30-minute window. You think you really want someone drinking a 9.3% beer after 2 a.m.? You say no. No. Nothing nothing good comes from 9% beers after midnight. No, not at all. That's it. Not at all. (laughs) (laughs) Headaches. Headaches. (laughs) Exactly. Yep. Yep. So that definitely, uh, yeah, yeah, it's definitely that more of an atmosphere. And it is, It's to me, like I said, drinking is a community-type thing. Where you're sitting around, shooting the breeze, sharing a beer, and then maybe start talking to somebody who you may not have normally talked to because you shook the nerves a little bit, you know? So, yeah. No, it's definitely... So, what other... Besides you guys, what would be your top two breweries in Winston? In Winston... It's hard to pick because I really do like every single one for different reasons. Yeah. I like Wise Man a lot just because they bring the funk on. Yeah. They got a lot of colors over there, too. I know you're big on colors. Yeah. You know, you have to be. Yeah. You got to be. Like, that's that's just me. Yeah. Um, Wise Man's really good. I haven't been to Incendiary enough oh, to make an opinion. To. Oh, you, I, I, I've only been once. because only been they, once. Because they close at the same time I do. Oh, and okay. I'm going to be honest. I'm going to make myself a nice home-cooked meal versus eating a food truck on my days off. Versus, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Going there, um, Wise Man's really good. Based off the only other opinion that I have, I Fiddle and Fish has a really nice area. They mm-hmm. have really nice staff. They always have things going on. And there's always a couple of things that, you know, you can't really get anywhere mm-hmm. else. And mm-hmm. the same thing with Wise Man. I like going places that, you know, everybody can have an amber, but they're all going to taste different. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so... I, I think you need to get back over there. We were thoroughly impressed with Incendiary. I thought their beers were fantastic. Their restroom setup was like a corporate... Like, it was. It was unreal. They've got you like a spot for mothers who are either nursing or a family. They, they have a family restroom. The women's restroom, according to the ladies that were with us, were it was like plenty of stalls, plenty of space. Even the men's restrooms... Plenty of urinals, plenty of stall spaces to where you didn't feel like if you were having to go number two, you weren't all up on somebody. Like, it was wild. It was like almost a Fortune 500 type company restroom. I was very impressed with those. And they also have that huge outdoor space. They do, which is right underneath. And you have to be able to, like, you have to be able to have the capacity to deal with all those people. Yeah. You're serving beer. Once you break the seal, you're going to the bathroom multiple times. Yes, yes. But their architecture right underneath that train track, I think, is phenomenal. Great spot. Innovation Um, Corner has really grown up in the past couple of years. Is that what it's called, Innovation Corner? In around that area. Like Fair Witness, those kind of places are Innovation Corner. Okay. Winston's still new to me with all these different locations like Weston. <laughs> well, you're still learning. Yeah, you're still uh, freshly new to the place as well. So, Freshest right. cities, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, what's next for you? 
That's kind of a good question. Yeah. I like, I get bored really easily. Mm -hmm. I don't, an office space is never going to be the space for me. Okay. People are definitely my thing. I yeah. love talking to people. I love being around people. I don't know. I feel like being able to empathize with whoever it is, even if you don't agree with them, makes you a people person. Yeah. Events are what I primarily really want to get into, but you know. What would be your dream event? Gosh, something huge that incorporated music and a bunch of art and okay. craft beer. Okay. So like all of the above. Yeah. So okay. so as far as events, would you would you what's your limit? Because like I mean you got you got event planning for like weddings and you know, so, like so how how I've never done a wedding. I've okay. also never been asked to do a wedding. Yeah, okay. It's just okay. one of those things that weddings are a different task. Mm -hmm. Bridezillas are another task. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I would be able to handle that nicely, just being honest. <laughs> uh, just because I'm set in my ways, too. Everybody is. Because the biggest thing about event planning is you are a glorified babysitter. You're playing middleman in between the people that want the event, the place that's hosting the event, the artists or the musicians that are performing at the event. You're being a middleman for all of these people and making sure everything that day is running according to plan. So that way the other people can enjoy it and that kind of thing. I really like making sure other people are having a good time and doing things that they enjoy. But I also, one of my biggest events was one of my first events. I teamed up with Corner Bar in Greensboro as well as Center for Visual Artists uh, that's in the Cultural Arts Building in Greensboro downtown. And we did a benefit for them. Summertime's Brewfest was the next day. Yeah. Oh. And so... Some of the breweries sponsored some body paint artists to body paint, you know, their logos on them. We had two graffiti artists, like one of the big ones around, Brian Lewis. Yeah. Everybody kind of knows that name now. Um, they were doing graffiti outside. I had a couple of face painters there, but everything was going towards CVA. And we also had a DJ. Yeah. And so, and he has his own, uh, Strictly Social, they've been around the last couple of years in Greensboro and have now moved their party to Winston. But, I mean, the more people that work together, the more everybody can, the more everybody can succeed. Yeah. And I don't think a lot of people understand that, but I think everybody should work together. You can make a lot of great things happen yeah. working together. Absolutely. Sure. Absolutely. Finishing touches on, I think, you said with the dog thing. You said something upstairs that I want you, your person, the people at Joy Mongers are actually, because that's what it was after we released our review, the whole dog thing happened. And then I actually saw a couple weeks later where you guys were saying, hey, thanks. You know, there was a petition going around about changing the law, but then you guys said something that said, hey, we're working hand in hand with the government to kind of help figure out a solution to this. Yes, Joymonger's Brewing Company is working with NC House Representative and Major Whip John Hardiston. Um, and NC officials at all levels to help create a solution to all of this. Um, and I'm going to be completely honest, it's really awesome that I work for a company that may be responsible for changing an entire state law. Yeah, that's very cool. Yeah. It's that pretty is, cool. That is awesome. what, do you, what do you think the solution is? I think there should be more rules whenever it comes okay. to dogs. Um, some people don't like the dogs because they're loud. Mm -hmm. And I mean... You know, there's places that have a two-bark rule. Like, oh, you, okay. the dogs Sheesh. bark two times. Yeah. But, I mean, that also is a thing, too. People want to go there. They want to enjoy their time. They want to talk to people. They don't want to yeah. yell at people. Yeah. Just to enjoy their time. And, I mean, just common sense rules if your dog goes to the bathroom inside. I mean, puppies have their accidents, but a lot of that is owners not paying attention to their dogs mm -hmm. if they go to the bathroom inside. I mean, there's just a lot of gray area. Yeah. There's too much gray area to have a single conversation and actually cover it all. Yeah. And I think that's where we're kind of stuck now is there's some breweries who are getting – in some counties who are a little more lax with it. But if they see something, they're, they're going to go after it. And there seems like Winston right now has been, Ooh. you know, very strict with it. Which you were saying, you know, if something happens, it's just one single person, you know – walks in with the dog you almost have to what you have to tell them to leave or so you were allowed to ask two questions yeah you were allowed to ask is your dog a certified service animal 
Okay. That is a yes or no question. Yeah. If they say yes and you have any recollection that this is clearly not a service animal. Yeah. Because you can't require paperwork. Paperwork okay. is a violation of HIPAA because it says the reasons for why you have a service animal. Yeah. Yeah. So there's this middle ground of, well, if you don't think a dog is a service animal because you know that little Pomeranian that's growling at, at everybody is probably yeah. not a service yeah. animal. Yeah. Yeah. You have to say, what is this dog been trained to do for a disability yeah and it's a very strict thing if you say anything you know not to that degree you're not doing your job right and you can get in trouble with the health department and HIPAA yeah and Uh I mean that's just kind of a double whammy on top of the company that you're working for they're gonna get mad too and so the biggest thing right now is if somebody is by themselves do they have to tie up their dog outside to come inside and order a beer I mean, we don't really have an entire answer to that because the health department won't tell us. Yeah. They don't have a whole lot of answers because there's so many gray areas. Like the guy, the guy that helped us out, you know, he really felt bad. He wouldn't say anything, but you could tell with the empathy in his voice how bad he felt that he had to say anything. Yeah. Well, I feel like it's one of those things, like you said, most everybody likes dogs, barring some traumatic event that happened in their past or something like that. But I do think at some point there need there needs to be less gray area because right now it almost like you said it gets to the point where if you have too many dogs, the people who just want to enjoy an evening out without having a trip over them or just necessarily not they just want to eat it off of worrying about a dog. Yeah, it's like you know you don't want to be the brewery known as oh well that's basically a dog park. Well, so yes. you know what I mean, I mean it's you know going back to all the reasons that people essentially started going to a bar they wanted an adult space. Yeah. With that, yeah, you know that's that's true. Yeah, and you know dogs are great. I have two dogs. I have a bearded dragon. I stay pretty busy with my yeah. animals, uh, but I know well enough that my dogs can't behave enough to go to a brewery. Yeah. So guess yeah. what I do? I don't take them yeah. to a brewery. <laughs> yeah. But there's some people, as always, that just want to, bend, you know, think their dogs can handle it and they can't. And it's the same thing. <clears throat> we won't dive into the kids thing because I know you said you don't want to touch on that with the working at the brewery at all, but. Same same kind of situation, I think, as well with, with, with potentially kids coming to breweries and all that stuff. So hopefully it gets resolved in a good manner and everybody can at least – I mean, like I feel say, like it will. Yeah, and not everybody's going to be happy with it, but I think there should be a happy medium where, you know, a two-bark – I didn't even think of a rule like that, you know, like, oh, okay, you know. Um, definitely have to be – I think they should be on a leash, you know, when they're running around. That is something be, that has always been a thing at every brewery I've yeah. been and is – the dog has to be on a leash. Yeah. And, I mean, I've only... I don't even know the place that I saw the two-bark rule, but it was nowhere around here. But yeah. it was saying, like, a two-bark rule because, you know, they don't want to disrupt the people that are paying money. Yes. Like, yeah. you have to think, too, as a business, you want to satisfy the people that are paying money. Yeah. 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 So, all right. There's a notebook next to you. It's got a bunch of random questions. It is our Escape 109... <laughs> Warehouse Distillery Notebook. You're gonna you open it up, answer a question that is not checkmarked. There's tons of them in there. Take your time if you need to. You ask it. Everybody's gonna answer. While you're doing <laughs> while you're doing that, we'll do a little bit of housekeeping. First Survivor update. It is getting real funky because no yes. one has gone home yet. So it's all messing up with our scoring system. We don't know what's gonna happen. So we're just gonna keep it as we're gonna be three weeks in this Wednesday and. No one has scored a point yet. No one scored a point yet, so we'll see what happens there. Um, and we'll touch on how to score points and how these people who are on this Exile Island or Extinction Island, Extinction how if, however it's going to work, we'll figure out a way to score points. Once, But again, you're not going to get points until the person's officially gone, gone from home. the game. So yep. there it is. Uh, it's Tis the Season, March Madness, two weeks on actually March seventeenth is when all the teams are announced. Like the twenty first is when the games start. Yep. I've already st- set up the league. I've sent it to some people. It is on Yahoo, free to join. This will be our third year. Jeeves has won that one year. Did he really? Yeah, yeah I won it two thousand seventeen. I won it. I won it two thousand seventeen. Yes, that was the first I'm, year we did it for the beards watch. I must, yeah. have, I must not have been in that one. You had to have been in that one. I, I was trying to be good. <laughs> I must not have been in that Jeeves one. won, and then last year Caleb no. No, Jeff won it, right? No, it had to no. be Caleb. Caleb, Caleb. Yeah, Caleb. Caleb won the cats. Um, 
Jeff won the pick'em. Caleb, yeah. Caleb won the uh, the pick'em last year. Again, it'll be a prize pack. Uh, Escape 109. It'll be like two free players in the escape room. Some stuff from Triple Webby Sauce. Warehouse Distillery. Hopefully, it's not an eight-year-old who wins it again. We can get you some, like, no. some hats, some t-shirts. <laughs> yeah. So again, free join on Yahoo. Group ID is one one nine seven two. Password is all lowercase. Beards. Free to enter. Uh, and see, if, I think last year we had about maybe forty or no, fifty-two people. Like 50, 50 so like Taylor, are you? Do you pick do you any, any sports in Tyson? I love the Carolina Hurricanes. Okay. Would you make a, a pick'em league for basketball, or no? She probably wins, so I don't know. She <laughs> <laughs> gonna go off with colors. Yeah, that's true. Really that's true. true. No, I'm yeah. good. No. <laughs> I mean, I'm just one of those people where you know I support my home teams. Yeah. All right. Well, I will send you when the stuff to sign up. You've got to make your picks by like the twenty. The teams aren't selected yet, so you've got plenty of time. Yep. It would be interesting if you did pick one, being just a Hurricanes fan. What you could come up with, yeah. and it, it's like I said, it's free and it's all for fun. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna make a cool little like trophy as well out of one of the uh, Escape 109 bo- or not Escape One uh, Warehouse Distillery bottles. So, and then the biggest thing, Game of Thrones death. Are you a Game of Thrones fan? I've never watched it. Okay, you need to get on that. You got as well. forty. Yeah, well, you got a little less than hey. thirty days. Well, a little over thirty days. Well, I like binge watching things, so I like to wait. Till oh, you can finished. definitely binge watch it. Oh, uh, so you I can like binge to wait watch till six seasons. Finished. Isn't this the last season? <laughs> this is the last season. Yeah, this is last season. They Once ju- people are done talking about it, then I'll watch it. Okay, fair enough. That's gonna be a while. Uh, well, that's mm-hmm. our another one coming up. We have the Game of Thrones death pool. Those rules will modify and get out to you as well. And if you haven't yet, and you are a Game of Thrones fan, the new trailer. Dropped today and it's yep. got everybody jacked up. So, yeah. did you find your question? I did. All right, fire away. It said, "What was your favorite old school game to play on any game console?" Just because I kick ass at it, I love Tekken Tag Two for PS3, PS2. I'm sorry. PS2. Who, did anybody particularly ask that? I thought, I thought Corey. Jay. Jay. Let me see. Jeez, that was your question. <laughs> That's your hand scratchy, scratchy. <laughs> yeah. I guess it was. <laughs> I thought Corey, I, I thought Corey put that one in there before. It, it, questions make their rounds, double yeah, and triple yeah, ones. Yeah. I mean, there's some yeah. that always get. It's always good to bring some similar ones back up. I mean, Jeeves, obviously, you put it in there yeah, as well. Yeah. So, what's your favorite? Uh, mine was always uh, Crash Bandicoot. Was or is? I mean. I don't Did have you? a PS1. No, but I'm saying it's what's your favorite one. So it, it, it was Crash Bandicoot. I mean, if I had, if I had, if we had it for PS2, then I'd probably probably play it on a PS2. And Did you everything. play the revamp? No. They did a revamp on that and Spyro. See, and that's is it on the PS4? Yeah, yes. that's on the PS4. Yeah. It um, has all three games in one. Yeah. Ooh. I did. I mean, I, I did see it, but I haven't. I haven't played it yet. You better get on that. Get on it, Jeeves. Gotta get a PS4 first. You, 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 you just recently became single, man. So you got you more go time. To the video man. game world, man. Yeah, you got it. Thank you to PS. Was it a four? We just said. Yeah, yeah. for you cheaper than Brian buying a brand new With one. Them, yeah. So, um, but mine was Crash Bandicoot. Ooh, CC. I'm. I'm. I was a gamer, man. So it's it's tough, but I would say in '64, King Griffey Jr. Slugfest. I actually still have it on my Nintendo. I haven't 64. even heard of that. Yeah, it was it's a baseball baseball game. Baseball game. <laughs> That's why. Yeah. Yep. Uh, y'all don't know mine. You may not know mine, but I mean, mine is Blitz Two Thousand. Yeah, um, I don't know if you've seen it in the video. It must game. be a football game. Yes, yes, it is. Because a blitz is a play. It is. She knows a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. It is. Uh, we still fire that thing up here on the sixty four. It's one of my favorite games because it's literally just to me a game. Has to have oh, a little bit of luck into it too, and that game has a little bit of luck. We call it the blitz bullshit yep. because sometimes, yep. like even when you try to get up a lot of points, you can't throw the ball. You'll throw an interception, yep. so your other, so the other or team you're gonna have a chance. You're gonna fumble it, and also, but then it comes down to just crazy plays. It's back in the time when no one cared about injuries. You can spear people, jump, and they're just a funky like. <laughs> Superhuman type size, yeah. bot. it's that old '64 kind of graphics where people just 
blotchy and bo- boxy and everything like that. And yeah, helmets would pop off, and you can make crazy catches. And the way you're describing that sounds codes. like Duke Nukem to me. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's it's one heck of a game. I, yeah. I'm not gonna lie. Like I mean, just being like you can hit a guy, then hit him again, yeah, then hit him again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, it's, bad. yeah it's like WWE but football kind yeah. of style. Oh, yeah. um, have cheat codes where they can have big heads. WWF New Mercy. That's a hard one to not to. That's a good. We got that one. Yeah, that is a good one. That's a one fun for all ages and yep. types because you can pick anybody, create your own player. You, you got one sitting up here, man. Two thousand four. That's not bad either. Now, the Vic. Oh my God. Actually, now, granted, he couldn't throw that ball because yeah. he had. That was when they developed the. Uh, no, there's no cone in that one. Oh, it's it not a couple that? years later. It's oh. funny because Jeeves and I were playing that before you came over Saturday, Duvall. And I really, like, I'd had just enough beers because we had done our Salisbury and Lexington brew hop. Yep. And I was like, man, I could go for a franchise mode on this right now. Hey. No. I, <laughs> so I got, yeah. I mean, Maddens are always, are like, my go-to. I haven't recently played as much video games with just having a kid. And I've still got three, I haven't invested in either an Xbox One, a PS4, or a Switch. Because I really love the Switch because of Mario Kart and Zelda. Yeah. Um, Gosh, Breath of the Wild. Do you know how many times I've gotten lost and I've just restarted that game? That's it looks fantastic. <laughs> Unless I have like a week of nothing to do, I don't think I can. Actually I mean, Ocarina of Time game. is one of the all-time great games. You can just like I didn't beat Ocarina of Time until like my freshman year of college, like the summer, going into my sophomore year. I remember just sitting down. He had nothing to do because you still couldn't really go out and buy beer because you was 19. Okay. You couldn't hey Jimmy every night, you know, to somebody else. So you're like, well, I mean, what am I going to do today? You had a little part-time job, and I just beat Ocarina of Time. That was a fantastic game. They don't make games like that anymore. The Breath of the Wild, though, looks wild. I, uh, it, it looks – is it Breath of the Wild or Breath of the Wind? Breath of the Wild. Wow. That, that, the Smash Bros. on uh, the Switch is yeah. is pretty cool. Yeah, I haven't unlocked all the characters yet. Yeah, my buddy, my roommates, my roommates' uh, son, he's that's what he's that's what he's doing because you can play with one and then like you get in a tournament. Yeah, and then if you beat like you play with like Link, and then if you it's like random, you don't know who's coming, but yeah. if you beat them, then you unlock. Then you can keep going, and it's always another random person that you haven't unlocked yet. And if you beat them, then you unlock them, and then you can either still play with Link or play with the new person you just unlocked, or play with somebody else. Shoot. You can switch up your characters. Wario has a car in this one. See, I haven't played with Wario. No, I'm just saying it's like Wario has a car. Do you know how I didn't beat him in order to unlock him? But that was he just kept. You know, you think the Yoshi eggshell is annoying? Think about the Wario car that can go pretty fast and just... Knock huh. It's not like Samus. Yeah. He just it's rolls just gonna, around as a yeah. little roly-poly. I still got out Smash Bros. on uh, 64 as well. The original. I like Super Smash Melee. That was my favorite. I played with That was Sheep. the Wii one, right? Uh, or is yeah. that GameCube? GameCube. GameCube. But you can play it on Wii. Yeah, yeah, you can play it on the Wii. I feel like GameCube didn't last that long. I feel like it was like it, it was, was like, a weird transition. It was like it was, was it, it late nineties. It was like 2000s? the new Nintendo. Well, but it was because it had, because, it, because you had the old school Nintendo, and then from yeah. there. You had really, the 64. The 64, Jeeves. You the 64. The 64 than the GameCube. You yeah. know what? So, but, but, there, but there was that year, there was that long period of time from the 64 to the GameCube where you didn't have nothing for Nintendo. Well, you had to play at PS2 and you had the Dreamcast. But yeah. that's... No, but, but because there was nothing that what? much time because the development took a lot longer. Yeah. I mean, think about it right now. The 360 was out for a ton of time before the Xbox One came out. Yeah. Same with the PS3. Yeah. The PS3 was... I, you just don't see it as long because you're an adult now and you got other things. As a kid, you're like, it takes forever for a new game system. Yeah. And you don't have money to buy. You gotta wait for your parents or whatever. But yeah. now you think it happens faster. But yeah, no, I mean, it was that early 2000s when the GameCube, but then the GameCube was... I mean, the GameCube was out for... I want to say like four or five years in the Wii came out. I'm not sure, but... It, I feel like it. I feel like it didn't because the Wii was out when I started college. When we started college in yes. 2007, 2008, yes. and the Wii was like 2001, two. Yeah, but see, I think, but see, it, it, it had so much competition at the time. Oh yeah, because you had the PS2, 
Dreamcast, which ran its course, then the Xbox. Yeah. Then the PS2 turned... The Xbox is what really did it, because it was just Nintendo and Sony. Yes. For a little bit of the front runners. And then when the Xbox came out, because I went from the 64 to the Xbox. And you know what else ruined it was Dreamcast. Because Dreamcast was in that area, too. But I mean, Dreamcast... Yeah. Dreamcast only had... A few games, and that was two games. Yeah, you know, so yeah. I was, that's the only game I played on the Dreamcast. The release date for North America for GameCube was November eighteenth, two thousand one. Yeah, so I said okay. two thousand one. Yep. And then when was the Wii? Out? Yeah, when was it the Wii? It had to be two thousand six, seven. Yeah, six or yeah. Yeah, and I think, like I said, I think. And during, I remember people having the Wii in college dorms when we were freshmen. Yeah, and I had the PS two in college. Yeah, before the PS three, yes. and then yes. like my roommate got the Xbox. Was it, it the was, 360 at that time, or was it the... Uh, might have been a brand new 360. Might have been the 360, because yeah. then I got the PS3. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. We was uh, 2006. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Because okay. yeah, yeah. I remember people having that in their dorm rooms, to yeah. play the Wii Bowling. Wii get, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. You don't like the... I like the Wii, if I can put GameCube controllers to it. I, I just don't like the controllers. It's the same way that on... Mario Party for the Switch. Mm-hmm. I'm just not really a fan of doing this with my, that. you know, the two separate things. I, you know, we've grown up playing like a one controller thing. Yep. Using both hands kind of is like, whoa, yeah. what are we doing now? Have you, have you tried any, uh, like, VR gaming or no? I've actually not tried a single virtual reality game. Oh, what the heck? <laughs> <laughs> I just... I have nobody has one. I'm not gonna buy one unless yeah. I know how it is. Yeah. You gotta you gotta drive it before you buy it. Right. That's that's a lot of things in life. Yeah. That's a whole other podcast. That's a whole other podcast. We are talking uh, body paint today. Intimate the body paint. Yeah. We can't get to that one yet. That'd be yeah. That's, <laughs> um, that's they, they would have called us uh, the not explicit podcast. Like, oh man, y'all been getting a little. Down and dirty. Yeah, y'all went from body painting to driving before you buy it. <laughs> what, what is that? Hey, we're just trying to cross. Talk about mileage. What is this? <laughs> what is this? Hey, <laughs> Grandma says you should drive it before you buy it. That's fair. That's all I can say. But I think to that degree, Grandma would probably text you talking about a vehicle. I don't no. know. I don't know. No, not your Grandma? <laughs> no, I didn't. No? Oh, okay, well. Your Grandma must have been just ready to give you the good advice. You know, she had been divorced four times at that point. So, so okay, this is going to sound bad. Okay, this is a bad story. So, so I was telling Jacob Saturday, my grandfather passed last week. Uh, so, the week, well, two weeks ago, funeral was last week. But me and my dad, we went over, cleaned out his house. Sounds bad. Love my grandfather to death. Oh, no. We're going through. We're clean. We find so many dirty movies. <laughs> so <laughs> Listen, my grandfather was 80. So yeah. many condoms. My dad was like, he wasn't as old as we thought, huh? <laughs> oh, like, my oh, God. my God. They say older yeah. people have more sex. Yes. I, I mean, yeah. hey, that's... They can't get pregnant. That's true. I mean, I, I, and, I was, and they know you're at the end, so you might as well yeah, go yeah, you out. Gotta shoot, shoot go out. Like, I was like, like, I was like, yo, like, and like, we found like a... Sounds bad, man. My dad saved all this. It was like a booklet. Saved it. Yeah, he was. Just, well, he was when he was cleaning it up. He no. was just laughing and he was just like, "Look at this." And yeah. I was like, "Okay, it's a pamphlet." And it's basically like so many like cartoon characters and it's so many like dirty messages like through all of them. It's like if you like scroll through, like it was like it was uh, stick figures just banging it out. No, it was like, gosh, hold on. When I come back over, I'll bring one. Whoa, whoa, oh, yeah. whoa. It's not like that, but it's just like it's it's like a small message, just like uh like somebody was writing him messages? Yeah, like like Whoa. No, 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 no. It's like gosh, it's like like real cartoon characters. It's like it's like Bugs Bunny and it's like Lola Bunny. Yes. Yeah, oh. it's one of those, and I'm just like, whoa. Yeah, so your grandpa was all kinds of wrong. Yeah, things. man, it, it, man. I For thought me, that was a newer thing that they were making animated characters do that. I mean, this was like on a slip of paper that was like clearly it was like it looked like it was like 30, 40 years old, but like wow. it was just I was just like, wow, this is crazy. But to see all that, you know, I was like, wow. When, when my dad was a he went as old as we thought. I was like, yeah, clearly. So it, it, and again, we're you know we're in and coming near the end of the pocket, but it always you, you think of like. 
okay, if I went tomorrow or tonight, like, what what would I be embarrassed about my family finding? You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, would there be anything you'd be like, I mean, it wouldn't matter to you because you was already gone, yeah. but back to Duval's yeah, like, thing. It just made me think about it. I was just like, that might be a notebook question. I think you just made a notebook yeah, question. I think it just did. Like, yeah. yeah. So, but yeah, no, that's funky. I mean, that's, yeah. Oh, well, funny stuff. You found your grandpa's old nudies. Hey, man. And some condoms. Well, at least he's being safe. <laughs> they also say this STDs are more worse. than teenagers. Yeah. Because they just don't care. They're like, we're not getting pregnant. Yeah. Who cares? We're already near the edge. Well, they're so... swinging for the fence. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, at least yeah. he was. At least he was. That's but true. That, for me to see that, like, I was just like, wow. It kind of at least gave you a little bit of a funny moment to have. Yeah, it was. Doing it something? was. Why you doing and something in that, that moment, sucks. it was just yeah. like, yeah, but, but yeah. Okay. Sorry, sorry to sit on that. No, no that was a good note. Yeah. I, like I feel like it was a laugh. I was like, no, that was a good note. I mean, that was great. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Good. Okay. I'm, a, I'm not. I'm not a snuffy person. Yeah. So. I feel we could. I feel like we could have gotten a little bit more crazier out of her now that we ended. I up mean, with, yeah. The way we used to see, the way we <laughs> ended. Yeah. If Grandma says drive before you <laughs> buy, I mean, you know, that's our next time. Taylor joins the podcast. It'll be all that. We'll just get down and dirty. We'll bring something else into it. And we'll just talk about what our grandmothers have taught us. In life. You call it driving before you buy. We might thing. call it this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we might call it Taylor Drive Before You, you Buy Ridge. That's the episode. All right. Well, Taylor, thanks for coming down. Well, thanks for inviting us over to Joymongers. Glad you liked the review. Thanks for making the trek from Winston to here. And hopefully we'll have you back at some point. It was a good time. Sounds good. I had fun. Did you have fun? Good. I did. Hopefully you have safe travels back. And for everybody out there listening, you know, like, comment, subscribe. Let us know what you think. And do you have any final words? Thanks for coming through. <laughs> no problem. Keep it simple. There we go. Drive before you buy. Peace. <laughs> <laughs>